found it. This is the Tidbits Podcast with Dale Lau and Matthew Paul. We're so glad you're here. Enjoy the show. Well, here it is, a Thursday, the seventh day of April, and we're ready for another edition of Tidbits. Good morning, Matthew. Good morning, Dale. Good to see you. How are you, buddy? Oh, just dandy. As usual, dandy. And looking forward to uh, another wonderful, fulfilled day. That's right. That's what I'm waiting for. Hmm. There was something I was going to bring up to you, and I can't recall it. may have came to me in my sleep. That's why it's gone. Ah. It seems like, you know, you come up with some of the best things when you're sleeping. Yeah. And then uh, if you do remember, it uh, (laughs) doesn't seem to have been that great. Yeah. But at the time, it's like, oh, my gosh, it's going to be great. It's a landmark. Yeah. Now, we're going to start with a quiz. All right. We're starting with a quiz this morning. Okay. It should be simple. Okay. But it says more than half of Americans in a survey don't know the names of all four of their grandparents. So that'd be your parents. Yep. Their mother, father on both sides. Okay. You ready? Okay, here we go. All right. Eva. Okay. Paul. All right. Ralph. Yeah. Peg. Okay. <laughs> that covers you. Yeah. Mine was Guy, Alma. Yeah. Charles and Betty. There you go. I can go with the great grandparents on one side, but on the other side, my dad was the youngest of several children. And his dad was born in, like, 1892. Oh. So I have no idea who the great-grandparents are on that side. Sure. Without sure. doing some ancestry research. Right. Right. But to most people, it says more than half can't do that. Pretty sure my great-great-grandparents great, my on my dad's side were Clifford, but everyone called him C.I. Okay. And Marie. Okay. And on my mom's side... Um, see, this gets it gets tricky because my grandpa was actually adopted. Okay, but his adopted, I'm pretty sure he he was a. I'm pretty sure he was a Paul Junior. He was like a second Paul, like Paul okay. is. They've been passed down pretty okay. much, and then. Um, and then it was just I've I always <laughs> only knew her as grandmother. Okay, that's what she. Required everyone to call her, and, and when I was a very little kid, okay. it was just grandmother. It's not grandma. No, no, grandmother. Okay, <laughs> like grandmother and mummy. Hello, mummy. We have a piano okay. that she had when she was. She passed away when I was little, at the age of like ninety something. Okay, and we had a piano that she had when she was a kid. Mm-hmm. That has to date to 1908, okay. 07, something like that. Wow. Yeah. Well, let's see. I doubt it's worth anything. Yeah. Because it's... My mom tried to have someone come out and tune it, and it's just... It won't even sustain, like, tuning. You know you can tune a piano, but you can't tune a fish. You cannot tune a fish. Yeah. Now, from what I understand... Thank you, Dale. <laughs> <laughs> What I understand, my great grandmother on the other side of, of okay, of my mom's parents' side yeah. that I know was a uh, evidently at one point 
a cook for Buffalo Bill Cody's Wild Circus. Seriously? Yeah. Wow. Wow. So you can just kind of pick that stuff up through the you know, That's really cool. You know. Now, when my, my Aunt Oni, went, before she passed away, I was talking to her once, and she threw out how old she was. And at this point, she was kind of battling the beginnings of dementia. Mm-hmm. And um, and I did some quick math, and I was like, gosh, she would be like 17, 18, 19, right when World War II happened. Mm-hmm. And so I asked her, like, so what were you doing in that time? And it was like, bam, she was off and running. Oh, my. And she worked at a couple of factories in Kokomo that had been converted into wartime mm-hmm. supply. And, and one of the things that she did that she really enjoyed, she packed um, emergency type, <clears throat> uh, like packs that would go into inflatable life boats yeah. that were shipped off in. So it's fantastic. You know, you learn that stuff. Oh, my gosh. You know? it, was, it, would, it was like when she started telling the story, it's like she was back in that factory. Yeah. It was the coolest thing. It was really neat. And then she worked at a, um, I guess, one of the, we had a General Electric factory back in the day that okay. was converted into making other various parts for stuff. But, you know, she did some of that, too. Yeah. Back in the era of World War Two, yeah. you, you know, all hands on deck. Yeah. I did see something in the Pharaoh's Tribune. They do that uh, thing on the Saturday paper at the the back. They've got the up to 100 years ago. Mm -hmm. Okay. And I saw that um, a lady was being forced to retire because uh, the men had uh, arrived back from World War I and uh, all the women that uh, had been filling in had to quit. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, she she was forced to quit. But I'm pretty sure her husband John, he he was deemed like something medically he couldn't he couldn't serve. So yeah. he he was one of the supervisors at these places where they they did this. But you know, not like he laid back. Yeah. You know, he was still <laughs> active and helping yeah. supply it, stuff. But it is amazing to get the stories it is. firsthand. It is, you know? and it's like I, I never thought to ask her that. Never, it never crossed my mind that you know Anoni would have been, yeah. you know, part of the war effort. Just pretty cool. This is um, before we go to break. This is a one big bust here. Two Southern California residents were arrested after authorities recovered enough fentanyl to kill 4.7 million people. Oh my gosh! About 821 pounds of methamphetamine. 190 pounds of cocaine and 21 pounds of fentanyl pills recovered after Buena Park police pulled over a minivan leaving a home. The men were arrested. They've been charged with one felony count of possession of sale of a controlled substance, three felony counts of a sale or transportation for sale of a controlled substance, and two felony counts of possession of sale of a controlled substance. I mean, that is a lot. Man. And you got to wonder what they did to get pulled over. Yeah. Because it's always something silly, you know? Yeah. And that's something that these crooks just don't seem to realize, you know? Yeah. It's like they're going 75, 80, 85 down the highway. Mm -hmm. Or something is just, you know, it's like, what are you thinking? What are you doing, man? (laughs) 
But it makes you wonder, like, okay, so they caught this one. How many yeah. more do they not oh, catch? Right. You know, yeah. it's just man. But enough fentanyl to kill 4.7 million people. That's you know, if they were OD'd, I presume. You know, that's right. Uh, right. It's just a phenomenal number. It's six thirty. That means we've got a check of news with Karen. We'll check weather. Yesterday, I think we we spaced it all out. We ex- did, except weather. <laughs> that was a brief. <laughs> so, uh, so you got you got news loaded up there, do you? Yeah, we're right. ready today. Okay. So, yesterday I, it was we were talking about yeah. aliens. Yeah, and perhaps I was transported out. Maybe. <laughs> you know, <it's> just, <laughs> But uh, I forgot all that yesterday, so we'll uh, play catch-up right now. This is Tidbits. It's 6.37 on this Thursday. We're back with more Tidbits. Little Matthew Paul over there making some adjustments. Well, it's quiet. Okay. That or my hearing's getting worse as we speak. <laughs> it probably is. <laughs> so, uh... Just heard a commercial for Indiana Beach, yeah. and um, this is kind of cool because uh, there's a website called Coaster101.com, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, and to celebrate, you know, March Madness and all this, they had a a tournament style bracket of 16. I think it started with 16 um, theme parks around the country, okay. and Indiana Beach was one of them. Yeah. But I mean, it's it's like Indiana Beach and Holiday World, and even. Um, you know, like King's Island right. and Cedar Disney Point. World and, yeah, yeah. all that. Um, Universal Studios. And um, they made it to the final eight. Is that right? They made it to the final four. How about that? They won the tournament. No kidding. Indiana Beach, like, like they, they won this tournament where fans had to vote and How about that? get involved. So. That's a nice honor. It was, yeah. was kind of cool. I yeah. saw that they uh, released a video yesterday that um, – that announced that they were the winners of this uh, nationwide bracket from Coaster101.com. Wow. That's really cool. So that means, you know, even more interest in in getting there and checking things. I've not been there for many years, so I need to get back over there. New owners are doing some good stuff, for sure. I'll ride the bumper cars. uh, You know, used to... (laughs) They used to have those water boats. Mm -hmm. You know, you could... uh, But I don't know if they have those anymore. Uh, Do they? And then, uh, you know, I'll just close my eyes through the scary spook house and, uh, you know, I'll be it. Okay. <laughs> scary spook house is extra, okay. by the way. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And then I'll grab the big hammer and mash the frogs there into you the go. pads. You, and, can, yeah. you can also ride the big swingy boat. <laughs> big fun. You know, the Hoosier Hurricane, the Cornball Express. <laughs> ah, what a day. Yeah. So anyway, uh, congratulations, Indiana Beach. And they're getting ready to open for the season soon okay opening soon yeah like real soon like, okay maybe this weekend eh, maybe not eh. well we don't know we won't go there because we don't know <laughs> we don't want to be accused of falsely informing like right. we are so often that's true we, okay we do throw out a lot of false information <laughs> yes we do <laughs> we try all right so uh, one of the most annoying feelings in the world is waking up and you're hungry yeah even if you're a late riser, you're hungry. Yeah. And you, you want to eat. And you're you're like us. You're just not firing on all cylinders. You're throwing out misinformation. <laughs> Half truths. <laughs> Rumors. <laughs> Hearsay. <laughs> Conjecture. <laughs> 
Well, you can fix that. You can write the course and uh, get some much-needed calories and protein in your system uh, with the old style in. They're open for breakfast, 8 a.m. to 11 a.m., and uh, they have a signature breakfast sandwich that you need in your life. It's got egg and cheese. It's served on Texas toast, so it's got that big, thick piece of bread. It's got egg and cheese. Mm. It's got six. Six of them. Six full. Not a half strip. Because you see that sometimes. You, yeah. know, you go and you're like, yeah, I'll have the bacon. And it's a stinking half strip. It's like, what are you? Super thin. Yeah. Where's my bacon? Yeah. Where, where is it? No, no. That's what you get. <laughs> six full strips of quality bacon. Okay. On the old style in breakfast sandwich. You get four on the sandwich, two on the side. That's how it comes. Or you can get all six on the sandwich. But uh, this is a fantastic, fantastic sandwich that will get your day going, get you started, filled up, and uh, off on your way. Now, if you'd rather have something different, they do offer fresh-made omelets, cinnamon French toast, pancakes, uh, steak and eggs, pork chops and eggs, and, of course, the good old standby, biscuits and gravy at the Old Style Inn. Serving breakfast, 8 a.m. to 11 a.m. You know, I came in this morning, all my stuff's whopper-jawed. Okay. Right. Papers had been knocked off. Oh, geez. Everything's kind of really a muck. Mm-hmm. Somebody, evidently, if they were paying, would have had to have dropped at least $10 into the free box of snacks in my... Who's in here? What are they doing? Okay. Are you pirating my station while I'm gone? <laughs> Was there anything going on last night? No. That people should have been in here? No. So they're just rooting around? Any and... of that stuff should be over there. Uh <clears throat> But it's like, I, it's like, you knock stuff, pick the papers up. They were just on this left. Just laying, you know. Ah, yeah. <laughs> and then it's like, gee whiz, if you're paying for that. <laughs> That's quite a haul. Yeah. You're That's quite a haul in free, free snacks. So anyway, I don't know. That, that annoys me. And I, everything, I, you know, is out of place. I understand. And it's just, just stay out. <laughs> This, um, you know, we could get in this business, D&M Enterprises, manure sales. Yes. <laughs> yeah, old-fashioned animal manure is a hot commodity due to a global shortage of commercial fertilizer made worse by Russia's invasion of the Ukraine. So we could get in the manure. We have a, a company just down the road from here that that's what they do. Yeah. They buy and sell manure. So we could get independent. We could be independent. <laughs> We could go around yards yes. collecting. That's right. Dog, cat. <laughs> Any manure Anything we can <laughs> <laughs> And uh, have a big, uh, a big payday, I'm sure. And we'll not ask. We'll just show up in your yard. <laughs> Plastic gloves just, <laughs> and a sack. Just checking things out. So uh, yeah. manure is in big supply again. Huh. And, you know, I I remember, you know, we used manure for our gardening and, and so forth. Mm-hmm. You know, we always had the one-acre garden. Yes. Okay. Yes. And it was just, you know, we do – it was always a wonderful garden. Yeah. You know, it truly was. But it seems like manure is a good way to go. I mean, yeah, it's a little stinky. So I don't understand old-fashioned animal manure is a commodity <laughs> – uh, made worse by Russia's invasion of Ukraine. Yeah, I'm presuming. And again, they help me out here. 
In Washington, just the other day, they had the big oil companies in there. Oh. Browbeating them over, oh. you know. Yeah. <laughs> because, again, they're making record profits. Yes. And, they, and then they're blaming it on that. Mm. You know, but but again, you know, the blame's got to stop somewhere. Yeah. You guys just have shut back production. Of course, they blamed of not having the oil pipeline operational. Yes. You know, which would help. Yeah. There's no doubt. But, you know, we've that's a controversial subject. It, it truly is. But, you know, I just feel like those guys are always sweating. You know, I'm just like, <laughs> <laughs> They're all sweating. Their face, yeah, you know? <laughs> going through this hard questioning. Sure, sure. <laughs> They're sweating. <laughs> it's like a sixty minutes interview right. back in the old days. Right. You know, you just, you know, just yes. dabbing yourself. These are tough questions. <laughs> but you know i mean they're making a lot of profit and nothing's changing it's still over four dollars a gallon am i right yeah Yeah. it's still you know they always report every day it's going down well it's down seven cents from a week ago well our reports were going sky high more rapidly than they come down that's always the case i've i've always thought you know yeah and again i don't i don't want to run a i don't know a nation that you know watchdogs, <laughs> but to me, you shouldn't be able to charge extra for your gas until you get a new shipment. You kind of makes sense, any, right? Any I mean, day event that goes on, we right. we saw it years ago. I mean, it would just blow oh, up. Yeah, yeah. And there would be it's the same gas in the, in the ground. You paid X for it. Yeah, yeah. But now you're paying. You know, it just doesn't make sense to me. But again, I guess that's what we have with. You know, a democracy and, you know, but uh, like, can you imagine, I mean, for real, like you go, <laughs> you go to buy a gallon of milk yeah. and you, you get it from the back of the store. And by the time you get to the front of the store, it's five cents more. Yeah. That'd be like that. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't change. <laughs> that milk didn't get somehow better. It just, well, we're going to jack it up a nickel. Yeah. That's an excellent comparison. Thank you, Matthew, for that. Okay. <laughs> <You're welcome. laughs> now, this is something we'll have to try on the morning program here. New Kit Kat Blueberry Muffin Bars, available while supplies last. Now, when we've done this in the past, we've been well behind the national normal when we True. try test something. <laughs> so... We may get the tail end of these. <laughs> I saw the free box. There was a uh, like strawberry and dark chocolate. We call it free. <laughs> we always call it the free box. The guy that runs it, he listens he's, to he's, us. He's got to hate us. <laughs> oh. we're, we're just kidding. Like it's, it, you know. But, anyway, the snack box. Yeah, there there was a strawberry and dark chocolate Kit Kat. Did you get it? No. <laughs> Doesn't cost nothing. <laughs> Kit Kat blueberry muffin bars are inspired by the uh, baked good with uh, notes of fresh and cooked blueberries, a cake batter like flavor, and graham cookie pieces folded into the bar. Mm. So, yeah, maybe it wouldn't be half bad. It's not covered in chocolate like a normal Kit Kat. Because if you think of those combinations, maybe that wouldn't sound so good to you. It's yeah. like. Pineapple getting into your chocolate syrup and your banana split. Oh, that's delicious. That tastes that, terrible tasty. to oh, me. It's just terrible. That's where it's at, Dale. It's <laughs> mm, the best part. Some things aren't meant to be combined, at least in my book. 
No ketchup on my fries. No steak sauce. <laughs> that's I'll eat it bland. Yeah, that's who we're dealing with here. <laughs> just, just bland, please. Yes. I would like a bowl of bran flakes. No milk. <laughs> Maybe a dash of water. <laughs> Or better yet, uh, you know, the the powdered milk you turn into. Yes, there you go. Perfect. Perfect. (laughs) Oh, that stuff used to be terrible. I don't know if it's any better now or not. Man. (laughs) So there you go, Matt. Look at the time. We're out of time already. We're done. It's been such a blast. It has been. (laughs) By the way, I did see in the news this morning, podcast listeners. Yes. Are mostly men. Is that right? That's why our numbers are so skewed. Because right now, you look at our podcast numbers, we're like 91% men. At one point, it was like, we had 15% women. Did we go that high? Yeah. Wow. Like, we, we got there for a minute. We had 85% men, 15% women. And um, Didn't take long. No. The women were they like, were I, can't, I can't deal with this. Those two are idiots. Those two are idiots. I can't take it. <laughs> so anyway, that's why the numbers are, you know. Right. So we were ahead of the game probably when we had 15%. I don't know. Yeah, I, don't know. So, I don't know what the overall numbers are. but Are we still uh, international? Did we lose international audience? Let me, let me see. Well, we lost Minnesota the other day. Oh, we, no. <laughs> remember? Yeah. We were uh, faking... <laughs> Accents, actually, it doesn't break down states, okay, but it, right. or does it? I think it does actually. Yeah, we we've, we've seen yeah. numbers in various states. Yeah, we always were strong in Illinois. Yes. So, <laughs> all right. Um, so internationally, we have, which you know, and I, I fully understand this could also be. Um, <laughs> anyway, I know this may not be accurate, but we have Germany, Russia, okay. Canada, Guam, and France All right. showing up. How about that? Look at that. Okay, it shifted. <laughs> so state-wise, yeah. we have Indiana, number one. Yeah. Missouri. Missouri. The show me state. Missouri is showing up. It's great to have you, Missouri. <laughs> oh, we love you. Followed by Illinois, New York, Michigan, and then on down. Okay. Uh, so it's good to have our podcasters out there. Who did we, we anger the other day? Wisconsin? Minnesota. Oh, Minnesota. Yeah. Do we still have any Minnesotans? <sighs> They're very far down <laughs> on the list. And decreasing as we speak. <laughs> now, the other interesting tidbit here, our biggest age range okay. is still 18 to 22. All right. However, oh. 23 to 27 has increased. Okay. So now our biggest, uh, by far, is eighteen to twenty-seven. That that age range. All right. With like that's nearly half our audience. Good to have you out there. We certainly appreciate you. Of course, you know we missed a week with you gone. True. I don't know how to do this while you're not here. You know, I'm totally crippled <laughs> by any technology. I, I I told you I would teach you. Well, you never did. Well, now you said. Ah, <laughs> I just I don't want to try. I'm giving up. Although yesterday I did add a new um, app. Oh, so I have and then used it. What was it to pay a bill? Wow. A nip. Uh, no, it was a uh, AT and T. Mm. 
Although I don't have uh, phone service, I do have the uh, DirecTV. Oh, yeah. Now they want to charge you if you use their, your phone because I was – it's a, come on. It was an automated system. Mm. But now I've added the app, so uh, it took forever. <laughs> but uh, you know, I did do it and did verify that it did accept payment. Good so. job. I did accomplish something. Good job. All right. I'll see you tomorrow. All right. See you All right. This has been Tidbits with Dale Lau and Matthew Paul. We appreciate you listening, and we ask that you consider subscribing, leave a comment, leave a like, and thanks for stopping by. We'll talk to you again next time on Tidbits.